You're listening to the Create Simply Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Katchke, and this is episode 64, Negative Emotions Are Not Bad. I have spent over 20 years as an educator. By educator, I include all areas that I've had the privilege to teach children and youth. I've been a kindergarten teacher, PTO president, team mom, church teacher, mother to four, second mom to many, preschool teacher, etc. I think you get the message. I truly love to teach. However, I used to completely exhaust myself wearing all these hats trying to be the best educator to everyone. I have since learned there is zero value in being the martyr. Creating success at school and home doesn't have to come at the cost of your own needs. I teach parents, teachers, and students how to create the best version of themselves by harnessing the power of their thoughts and behaviors. Your daily habits shape your identity. How you think and what you do creates who you are and what you will become. In this podcast, we'll address all the issues that come with school and home. I will teach you how to stop being the martyr and be a creator of your own success. Then I will help you use these tools as an educator to bless the lives of all you teach. I'm Amy Katchke. I'm a Christian mom, a certified life coach, and an empowered creator. And this is a podcast to teach educators how to create success simply and become empowered educators themselves. Hello, welcome my educator friends. I'm so excited for today's podcast episode because it is something that I have come into awareness about and it has helped me show up as a better parent and as a better teacher. And so I think it's going to do the same for you. So let's just dive in to negative emotion today. Not usually a topic that you would hear somebody say they're so excited to talk about. We don't tend to get excited about negative emotion, but I am excited about the breakthroughs that I think are going to come for you as you dig into the episode's title. Okay, the title is Negative Emotions Are Not Bad. I want you to let that sink in. Okay, negative by itself kind of makes us think bad or wrong. But when we say negative here, we're really referring to the opposite of positive. Okay, like if we're in math class and we're teaching um, numbers, right? We have whole numbers and then we have the negative numbers. And I obviously do not teach middle school math. I can't even remember what their name is. I keep thinking integers, but I don't know if that's right. But we have the numbers that are on the other side of zero on the left side, right? And then we have the numbers on the right side of zero, the positive numbers. And when we view them in that way, a negative three is not bad any more than a positive three is bad. They're just there. They just are. It's just neutral. And that's the way we're going to dig in and talk about negative emotion today. Okay. So as I was thinking about what to share with my audience and we're mid-May. So for my kiddos and for my schools, we have about two and a half weeks 
left of in-person instruction before we have summer break. And I know nationwide, there's just a whole variety of levels there. Some I know are getting out next week. I know um, a town close to us here has graduation this Sunday. And then others continue on into June. Um, I know that I've seen some teachers that follow me in Canada, and they go clear into towards the end of June. So lots of variables, lots of different spaces there, but let's just for the sake of this episode say we are getting close to summer. We're getting close to the end. And that brings up with it bittersweet emotions. We have negative and we have positive. And even by saying that, even by saying bittersweet, it makes us think, well, man, yeah, the negative or bitter. We don't want bitter and the positive or sweet. We like sweet. That is pleasant to us, right? And so we've come into this way of believing and this way of thinking about emotion as if it's good or bad. And I get it. Like I totally have been in that space. And it's me becoming aware of this and shifting this for myself that's really made some breakthroughs for me in my own personal journey of growth and becoming, and then in the way that I'm helping my children and students and the way I'm seeing my interactions, the way I'm connecting with them. Okay. So I want to tell you a story of this time of year. Um, We're going to go back three years. So it was May of 2020. Okay. You all remember what was happening for you in May of 2020. Put yourself back there. Go ahead and visualize for yourself what was going on for you in May of 2020. Well, for us here in Wyoming, we had been in virtual instruction. It was my second full year of teaching kindergarten, and I missed my five-year-olds like crazy. Nobody wants to have to try to teach five-year-olds to read via Zoom. And can I just say it was miserable. It was miserable for me. It was miserable for them. The only thing that wasn't miserable about teaching on Zoom is we were so excited to see each other. And when we got on Zoom, we got to see each other's face. We got to talk to each other. And it was so pleasant. And so we had been brainstorming as a staff on how we could connect with our students and tell them goodbye. And we had come up with that everybody would come to the parking lot and they would um, come get their last hug and a treat from us. And by this point, we just didn't even care. We were going to hug on those babies because, man, we had missed being with them in person. Telling you this story just remembering brings up all this emotion for me of what it felt like to be sitting there in the parking lot and have them come and have them have their turn to come see us and get their grab bag and get get their hug and say goodbye. And so it really did bring up a lot of different emotions. Um, On one hand, I was so relieved that we were done with school. I don't know if there's ever been a year I was more ready to be done. I did not like teaching virtually. That was not a joy. But I also was feeling this longing and sadness because I felt like we had been robbed of these three months together and of this connecting together 
I was so excited to see the kids and get to give them a hug. But I was also so, so sad that this was it. This was the end. This was goodbye. We didn't get all of our last field trips and our last awards um, parties together and all the things. And so we had both emotions and I want to have both emotions. I was glad for the positive emotions I was feeling, but I actually was glad for the negative emotions I was feeling too, because they meant that I loved those students a lot. The fact that I was sad that we had missed that time together was an indication of how much I loved them. And so I think this story helps us to kind of understand how negative emotion is just part of the human experience. It's not bad that we feel sad sometimes. In fact, in many instances, we want to show up by feeling sad when certain things happen. In this case, I was really wanting to feel sadness and to feel loss from what the COVID pandemic had taken from me and my students and from so many others around the country. I also wanted to feel so glad and grateful that this year was over. I wanted both emotions and both were okay. Both had a place. And so that is what I hope you will see what the picture I'm trying to create. When I say negative emotion is not bad, it's just there. It's just part of the experience. And when we try to not feel negative emotion, when we see it as bad and we try to dismiss it quickly or ignore it or buffer it, then we're not allowing ourselves the full human experience. We're not allowing ourselves to just really process the messages that our brain is giving us. Because negative emotion has a place. It has a reason. We feel that negative emotion in order to warn us, in order to prepare us, in order to validate um, thoughts we're having. There, there's real reason why our brain um, and our body give us negative emotion, just like there's purpose behind positive emotion. And so the thing I want you to be careful about is saying that it's bad. Okay. So let's move in to that conversation. I was a mom, a young mom that now I recognize truly thought negative emotion was bad, both for myself and my husband and my kiddos. When they were little, and even still now a little bit, I'm working on this. Like I said, it's changing my interactions and my connections with my children and my students. But I didn't want them to feel negative emotion. I didn't want them to feel pain. I didn't want them to feel loneliness or disappointment or anger. And when they did, as a mother, I tried to move them out of that as fast as I could. I tried to get them away from feeling those emotions as quickly as possible. And so sometimes in doing that, I robbed my child of just being able to be them and have a normal human experience. I look back and I have my second oldest daughter as a two-year-old was highly emotional. She had very high highs and very low lows. 
we used to say when it's a good Emma day, it's a good day. And when it's a bad Emma day, it's a bad day. And so I really looked at her big emotions as bad. And yet they weren't bad. They were just her way of experiencing the world. And if I could allow that for her, if you can allow it for your children and allow it for your students and just allow them that human experience and help teach them how to process that. Don't wish it away for them. Don't make it that that's a wrong thing or a bad thing, but help them learn how to manage and process those negative emotions. Because I don't think any of us want the negative to stay for a long time. Okay. And I've heard the quote said, the negative emotion is like a stray cat. The more you feed it, the more it stays around. And so we don't want negative emotion to be our driving force. We don't want it to hang around for a long time. So we don't want to keep feeding it. Instead, we want to process it. We want to manage it. We want to allow it because it's part of the human experience. And then it will actually leave us sooner. So listen to this quote, negative emotion is like a wave. It rises up to its peak and then falls and fades away. I love thinking about emotions as the ocean and whether it's positive or negative, those emotions rise up and we experience them and they fade away. Too often we protect and shield ourselves from negative emotion because we feel like it's never going to end. If you think back to your first breakup and your um, just sadness and pain over whether you did the breaking up or you were broken up with, there's just, there's a sense of loss and pain and you just think this is never going to go away. Our brain doesn't like to be in pain and so our brain is putting all sorts of danger signals out for us. And we think this is never going to end, but it does. It ends. My guess is if you think back, that was a long time ago and it's just a faint memory at this point. And so when we can see negative emotion as just something that we can process, we can allow, we can say, okay, I can do disappointment. All right. I can do a little bit of loneliness and then it will actually go away faster, just like the ocean water fades out. So how does this help you as an educator? Well, first of all, it helps you with yourself. It helps you give yourself acceptance and grace when you actually have negative emotion because you're human. You are a human parent or a human teacher having a human experience. You're not a robot. You've probably heard me say that in other episodes. And you don't want to be a robot. I think if your student in class um, is very defiant and disrespectful, even uses words that you would not want them to use to another student, you want to actually respond like a human. You want to be upset. You want to have some negative emotion there. But you want to be able to process it and manage it in a healthy, mature way. Okay? When you can get to that place yourself as an educator and accept that, yeah, I'm going to have these negative emotions. What am I going to do with them? How am I going to process them? Do I have the right tools I need to process it and let it just move on its way, just like the wave of the sea does? Then the next way it helps your children and student is we can help them learn to do the same. We can help our children and students 
learn to become emotionally mature themselves. I'm so happy to share with you an experience that my daughter went through this last couple weeks because she had some things going on at school that really hurt my mama heart. She had some kids that had been good friends, but one of the friends um, was going through a rough time and had decided that they felt like my daughter had been mean to them. They felt like that my daughter had maybe given them a look that wasn't as kind as what they said and that um, my daughter just wasn't giving them as much attention and sympathy as they had wanted. And so because of this situation, some of the other friends started talking with this individual and it was happening at lunch. And so a couple of days in a row, um, some kids, they usually, all these friends usually eat together in a teacher's classroom. And one of the young people um, said to my daughter, oh, don't go back there to the back of the classroom. They're talking about you. And this happened a couple of different days and nothing about that ever feels good, right? There's some negative emotion that comes up in us when people are talking about us or what we get told that. And nobody would tell my daughter what they were saying or why this friend was upset with her. Um, but as we're driving home, I said, do you want to talk about it? And she said, no, not really. And I said, okay, which right there, I was proud of myself because I tend to, I'm a word vomit person and I tend to try to get my children to share everything and they just don't always want to. So I said, okay. And I just allowed her to process what had happened from the hard day. We got home and she came into the kitchen and she just gave me a big hug. And I just told her and I just gave her a, a hug. And I said, I'm sorry that it's been a hard day for you. And she said, thanks. And I was so proud of her emotional maturity because she was processing, she was allowing the negative emotion without getting all upset, without um, lashing back, without jumping to actions. She was just kind of allowing it and processing it. And later she did come to me and we had a chance to talk things through. And she was able to express to these group of kids that it was okay that they were upset with her, whatever, or struggling in some way, but that she didn't feel like it was fair or right that they were talking about her. But she didn't like lash out and get mad at them. She handled it in a very emotional, mature way. And that is the power of teaching our children and our students how to process emotion. That is the power of ourselves learning how to process emotion. Now, if in that same situation, I had decided that that was bad, that my daughter was quiet, she seemed sad, she seemed disappointed, and she seemed lonely, and those things are bad, and I'm going to try to pull her out of those things as fast as I can, it could have created a totally different situation. It has in the past with other children of mine when I didn't understand as clearly as I do now that it is part of the human experience to have negative emotion that doesn't make it bad and that allowing her to just process that normally, we didn't have to swing her to feeling good about it. We didn't have to swing her to happy, swing her to um, positive emotion. We just had to process this negative emotion and let it ride back on out just like the wave would. And it was a beautiful thing. It created a beautiful connection for us. 
it was giving me the opportunity to really compliment and celebrate her emotional maturity and the way she handled it so that she can use that information to move forward for other experiences and other times. So that's my advice to you today. I want you to consider, do you see negative emotion as bad? Is it something that you try to protect yourself, your children, and your students from? Or do you see it as neutral? Do you see negative emotion as part of the human experience that's going to happen, that's going to come? Something you don't want to stay for a long time, but that you can allow. You can process it. You can allow it to hang around for a little bit and then let it move on its way. I promise you, if you can get to that place where you just see it as a wave that will come in, process, and move on its way, and you can allow it, negative emotion will be so much more easily dismissed. It won't be pain that hangs on, that you ruminate over, that you struggle with for a really long time. You can get to a place where you are so good at processing negative emotion that it really doesn't feel really heavy. It just feels like, yep, oh, there's disappointment again. I can do that. It doesn't last long. That's such a beautifully powerful place that we can get to and that we can help our children and our students get to. So I encourage you to consider how you can process emotion better, how you can consider negative emotion as just part of the day-to-day experience, something you allow and dismiss and let it move on its way and use those tools to help yourself, your children, and your students become more emotionally resilient in the day-to-day things that they face and that you face. All right. So grateful to have you. Um, Can't wait to join with you again next week. I love doing these episodes with you and I hope they're helpful to you. If they are, please like and share this episode with your friends. Leave us a review because that's how this podcast gets seen by others. And until next week, have a great day. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to work with other educators to create habits that will help you have daily joy, purpose, peace, and energy, then you'll want to check out our Empowered Educator Cohorts. New groups start June 6th. Click on the link in the show notes for more info, and I will be so excited to coach you and the other members of the cohort as we work to becoming creators and truly being empowered educators. All right. Hope to see you there, friends. Have a great day.